Are you an amateur or a professional podcaster? I'm going to clear up some misconceptions and share some what I think are more appropriate labels. Welcome to the Audacity to Podcast, episode 219. Thank you for joining me for the Audacity to Podcast. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and this is the award-winning how-to podcast about podcasting. It's where I give you the guts and teach you the tools to launch or improve your own podcast for sharing your passions and finding success. Today, I want to talk a little bit about some of those guts or some of our misconceptions we may have that could be holding us back from achieving success in podcasting. And again, like I say very often, you need to remember this. Success is up to you to determine. But it does seem like podcasters split themselves into a couple different camps, and the labels we often hear are amateur and professional. But I really don't think these are the labels that we should be applying to what they do. And in fact, these labels could be affecting what we do in podcasting, how we embrace these labels ourselves and how we promote these labels toward this whole industry. I think that these words have many connotations, certainly, and that there are some better labels that we can apply to ourselves, regardless of where you put yourself in podcasting. And I'll suggest some of those in just a moment. But let's start by talking about amateur. This is the thing that got a lot of podcasters upset back in 2010, September 1st, 2010, there was an Apple keynote with a special iPod announcement there, and Steve Jobs famously lumped podcasts under the label of Amateur Hour. But we need to be honest here, for some podcasts, or maybe even for many podcasts, I think we have to admit that that label is entirely, unfortunately, accurate. Look at the dictionary definition for amateur, and I've got links to dictionary.com and Merriam-Webster for the definitions, but essentially the definitions for amateur are doing activities that you engage in for the purpose of pleasure rather than any form of profit. And that does describe what many of us do in podcasting, and I think maybe even all of us do in podcasting, even if we're serious about podcasting, is we're pursuing podcasting because we enjoy using our voice. Most of us do, anyway, enjoy using our voice in podcasting. But why I think this is an inappropriate label for us is that the definitions for amateur also include words like inexperienced, unskilled, lacking in competence, or done poorly. These are terms that, yes, do apply to many podcasts out there. And I think they're terms that we should not want to have applied to what we're doing in podcasting. I've encountered many amateur podcasts over the years. And honestly, I felt like we'd moved past that, that podcasters were getting better, that they were getting better equipment now because it's more affordable and that they were having better shows. But just recently, I ran across a couple podcasts that I will not name, and it was painful. It was short of being literally painful, but oh, my brain hurt so badly listening to the podcast that I just, I could not stand it. I had to leave it. I could not bear to listen to it. 
their audio quality was decent. They had some okay microphones. Uh, there were a few people in the podcast. One podcaster, I think, had a horrible microphone or something was going really weird. But it was the way that they handled the podcast that made it feel amateur and, and made the whole experience almost feel degrading to the podcasting industry. Maybe like a particular event that happened recently for podcasters. But these kinds of podcasts, and there are many podcasts like this, are clearly lacking in what I call the four cornerstones of a great podcast. Those are content, presentation, production, and promotion. I've talked about those in a previous episode of the Audacity to Podcast, and you can get that link in the show notes for this episode, number 219, at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash amateur. And amateur, by the way, is T-E-U-R, just like entrepreneur. Sometimes these podcasts, like a couple of these that I've checked out recently and remember from years before, do actually have good audio quality. But it's not just the audio quality that's part of the production quality. It's it's everything else about the production. Like, did you edit out that mistake, that horrible thing, that long, awkward silence, that time when you dropped the call, that time when someone completely messed up or that time when everybody was talking over everybody else and nothing was actually being communicated? Did you edit those things out or did you improve your production in some way? It's not just about the microphone that you use. I think the harsh reality that we have to accept is that these truly amateur podcasts and amateur meaning inexperienced, unskilled, lacking in competence, being pursued simply for pleasure and not for really the benefit of anyone else, almost a selfish pleasure. There are many labels that we could stick on that too. They're a bit too crass though for me to use, I think here, but I think that these podcasts will probably never earn a large following. They may never reach any kind of success unless the success is just, we just want to say whatever we want and we just want to feel like we're having a good time and we don't care what anybody thinks and we don't care if anybody's listening. And But then what's the point of doing it? Why not just have that conversation without recording it? And these are the podcasts that do give the industry a bad reputation to some people. Now, I'm very thankful that there are big companies getting into the podcasting space, bringing more notoriety and professionalism to podcasting, and they're giving the big momentum that I think is going to help people to realize, oh, podcasting isn't all amateurs. Podcasting can be very well-produced content, and oh, hey, guess what? I guess some of these people aren't amateurs after all. Some of these people who do it by themselves aren't amateurs. They're doing really well at this. So we need these big people coming into this space to bring more people into podcasting, to bring more attention back to podcasting, to help people realize podcasting is not just two people sitting in their basement talking about nonsense, that this can be a great field for learning information, for being entertained, for being helped in some way. So my advice is don't be an amateur podcaster. Does this mean you have to turn your podcaster into a business? No. Does this mean that you have to spend a lot of money in order to fix things? Probably not. Can you continue podcasting just for the fun and relaxation of it? Yes, totally. But I think that you shouldn't embrace the label amateur or use it as an excuse. And I'll suggest something better for you in a moment of a label that would apply to you if you're thinking, I'm an amateur podcaster. And Amateur to you means you're just doing this for the fun of it. I have a label for that 
that it's totally appropriate that you do that. But I think I have a label that will be better suited for that that I'll share coming up very soon. Here's another label, though, that some people see this as the flip side of amateur. And even by definition, this is the antonym of amateur. Professional. These are the people who have large audience gains, lots of attention, and sometimes earn lots of money. The dictionary definitions for professional, and again, I have links at theaudacitypodcast.com slash amateur for dictionary.com and Merriam-Webster if you want to look those up from my links. But these definitions primarily focus on things pursued as a profession. Yeah, makes sense. Profession, professional. Makes total sense there. But there is also a small part of these definitions that cover things done in an expert way, more along the lines of professionalism, not necessarily doing it as a profession, but doing it as if it's a profession or doing it as if you're an expert in this. So when I talk in the Audacity to Podcast about looking or sounding professional, I don't mean that you have to pursue podcasting as part of a business or as your profession, but I do think that you should sound as though you're an expert on this topic. And really, you might be surprised how professional people can sound about anything. Like talk to some people about baseball cars, old cars, beanie babies, movies, and much more. These are topics that we would typically consider to be hobbies. But people can often sound like experts in these, and you can respect them for being experts and presenting the information professionally. You can also look and sound professional in how you handle the whole production of your show, which goes far beyond just what podcasting gear you use. You can have a great microphone. Like, I'll demonstrate this for you. I have the Heil PR40, which many people will see as the golden standard for a podcasting microphone. And I can use this really unprofessionally by literally sticking my mouth on this microphone and talking right into it and breathing right into it. Very poor quality. That will make me sound like an amateur, even though I have professional equipment. But I could also use something like the Audio-Technica ATR2100, AT2005, or the Samsung Q2U, these microphones that are about $50 or less, and I can use those in a professional way. Professionalism is not about the gear you use. It's really about the perspective. So my advice is that you seek to be professional in everything. You may think that calling yourself a quote, professional, unquote, is a bit too serious. And that's okay if you're not comfortable with that label. But you're an expert in something. Embrace that. Also, I recommend that you host and produce your show in a way that does seem professional, even if you're just talking about your hobbies. Don't eat the microphone. Stay a good distance away from the microphone. Learn how to use the tools. Be skilled in this. Don't be an amateur. Don't come to the microphone and present your information poorly. Present it well. Podcasting doesn't have to be about making money or pursuing a profession. It can simply be about the things that you love and that other people love. I do recommend, though, that you present yourself or your guest as an expert on the matter and always pursue professionalism in how you do it. There can be those times where you have the journey style podcast, where you are learning along with the audience, 
you're still presenting yourself as a professional in that. Or there can be the times where you are learning from your guest. You might not be the entrepreneur, but your guest is. You might not be the expert, but your guest is. That's fine. That is still positioning you as a professional in the field. So seek to be professional in how you pursue these things. Whether you're pursuing a hobby or a business, you can be professional in it. So now here are the two labels that I recommend that we do consider using for what we do in podcasting and our approaches to podcasting. The first, instead of using the label amateur, I think the label that would be more appropriate is hobbyist. Whether you're podcasting about traditional hobbies like coin collecting, baseball cards, anything like that, or you're talking about a serious subject, but the fact that you're talking about it is a hobby to you, I think that you could be a hobbyist podcaster. Again, let's consider the dictionary definitions for the word hobby. This is something that you pursue for relaxation and not as your main occupation. There's nothing in the definitions from dictionary.com or Merriam-Webster that limit a hobby to being done poorly. In fact, think of some of the hobbyists you know, and you'll often see more skill and attention to detail in their activity they pursue for relaxation than in the activity they pursue for a paycheck. Their job is getting less attention than their hobby or less of their creative energy than their hobby. So hobbyist does not mean amateur. You might be podcasting about a topic just because you love it. You maybe have no plans to make any money from your podcast. After all, you find this podcast relaxing to do, and maybe even you consider those expenses of podcasting as just investments in your pleasure. It's just like if you enjoy coin collecting, you buy coins, that's the cost of enjoying this thing. You enjoy going to amusement parks and getting everything scared out of you and feeling like you're going to die. Well, the cost of admission and the food there is all part of the cost of this pleasurable activity. And if you're reaching those simple goals of having fun with your podcast and making this an enjoyable activity, then I think you are successful. Success does not have a dollar figure on it. It has you on it and how you define it. You could also be so good at your hobby that people see you as an authority or an expert in that hobby. And people come to you to ask about your opinion on this thing that is just a hobby to you. This really happens when you're pursuing that hobby in a serious way. And it does show. And here's the thing that may make your brain explode. You can be professional about a hobby. Think of some of those hobbyists you know, and some of them don't really present themselves very well. They can have all kinds of certain personal issues, maybe, and I'm not here to criticize any of that. But there are those other people, though, who, when they talk about their hobby, they make you want to get excited about the hobby, too. Or they talk about it in a way that's respectful to you, and it's respectful to other people in the hobby. They talk about it in a way that clearly communicates to you why they like it, why they enjoy it, what they think about it, and you can understand the hobby a little bit better because of the way they communicate it. That's how they're being professional about their hobby, and that may be what you're doing too. I think that these hobbyist podcasts are often what generate the strongest communities, 
And I think that could be because everyone, including the hosts, have the same goals. And that is just to enjoy the topic. When you're approaching your podcast more as a business, then you may not have the same goals as your audience. Your goal might be to make money with your podcast. Your audience's goal might be to enjoy the topic. Yes, that can still connect. There's nothing wrong with that. And that's the way that many companies are staying in business is by making products that people will buy because they enjoy them. But the business makes the products in order to make money. There's nothing wrong with that. But these hobbyist podcasts often have those passionate communities because we're kind of all on the same level. So I recommend to you that you don't call yourself an amateur. Call yourself a hobbyist and pursue that hobby then expertly. This label is really about your perspective, not about your results. Now, the other side of this, if you're not just a hobbyist, if you are wanting to make money from your podcast, you're wanting this to be part of your business or you're trying to form a business from your podcast, I think that a good label for that would be an entrepreneur. Entrepreneurs, if you're not sick of dictionary definitions by now, an entrepreneur is basically someone who is taking initiative and risks to profit in a business. There's nothing about this having to be their full-time endeavor. This could be a side project, so you might have a full-time job, but on the side, you're an entrepreneur. You're taking some risks. You're taking initiative to pursue something and hope that it succeeds and profits you in some way. But also, not every person who pursues business is professional about how they pursue it. Using podcasting to grow a business certainly is taking some risks, and it is also taking some initiative to put a message out there, to speak with your voice, to build a platform with your voice. Even if you're doing video, you're still using your voice. But it also doesn't mean that it's a full-time endeavor for you. Just like you can pursue a hobby professionally, it is also possible to pursue a business amateurly. So where are you in this? Are you going to build your podcast into a business or make podcasting part of your business, then it's no longer your hobby. It is an entrepreneurial endeavor for you. Yes, it could be a hobby that you're talking about, but if you're seeking to build it into something that profits you in some way, then it's more like a business or you are more like an entrepreneur. And just like with the label hobbyist, I think that the label entrepreneur is really about your perspective and how you go about taking action and not so much about the results you get. So how do you define yourself? Like everything in podcasting, I really think it is up to you to label yourself and set your own goals. Be a hobbyist and embrace it. Or be an entrepreneur and embrace that. Or be both and embrace that if you can balance those things somehow. But I think you might fall into one side or the other. But the one thing that I think is most important for you in your podcasting, in sharing a message, is how you pursue your activities and to earn respect by how you pursue those activities. I recommend that you podcast with class, with professionalism, not with inexperience, not with a lack of skill. And in the podcasting space where we do literally have a voice, I think it's most important to press forward and always remember your purpose. 
press forward professionally, do it well, do it expertly, even if it's your hobby. So where are you in this? I'd love to hear your comments. Do you see yourself right now as an amateur or maybe a professional or an expert, a hobbyist, an entrepreneur? Where do you hope to be? Please comment on the show notes at theaudacitypodcast.com slash amateur in the show notes for episode 219. Big thanks to a couple people who left kind reviews for me in iTunes. Every New Day said the content has been super helpful since starting my own podcast. Thank you very much for that. And Jim WJ said, as a soon-to-be-published podcaster, I really appreciate the incredible value. This podcast saved me from hours of blood, sweat, and tears. I'm really glad to hear that. You can keep your blood, sweat, and tears. That's my gift to you. And these are just excerpts from the reviews. If you'd like to check out the full reviews, please click on the links in the show notes at theaudacitypodcast.com slash amateur. And these came from my service, my podcast reviews. If you want to get your own podcast reviews emailed to you automatically from all of the global podcast stores for iTunes, that is, it could be countries like Sri Lanka or America or the Netherlands or Brazil or Israel or countries you may never have even known existed, then check out mypodcastreviews.com. You can sign up for a premium plan over there and get your podcast reviews updated and emailed to you every week or even every day if you really want to grow your audience. And I really see how podcast reviews do help grow an audience and they can be things that you can learn from to see what's resonating with people, what are people liking about my podcast or not liking, and even do a little bit of spying or call it market research on your, quote, competition, unquote, so that you can find out what do people like or dislike about other people who are podcasting in your space. Check it out at mypodcastreviews.com. I'd love to connect with you and help you to podcast better. Please send me your questions and feedback to feedback at theaudacitypodcast.com or call and leave a voicemail at 903-231-2221 or send a voice message through the website at theaudacitypodcast.com. I'm looking forward to speaking at Podcast Midwest on May 23rd with Eric Fisher from Beyond the To-Do List. We're going to be co-presenting a session about how to improve your podcasting workflow. And I would love to see you there at Podcast Midwest. It's going to be in Chicago on Saturday, May 23rd. So go to podcastmidwest.com and use the promo code NOODLE to save $20 on your registration. I really hope you can be there. My wife will be there with me too. So it'll be a lot of fun to be there in Chicago, co-presenting and meeting and learning from other podcasters as well. That's at podcastmidwest.com. Please comment on the show notes to let me know what you think about these labels at theaudacitypodcast.com slash amateur. And now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools, it's time for you to go launch or improve your own podcast for sharing your passions and finding success. I'm Daniel J. Lewis from theaudacitypodcast.com. Thank you for listening. The Audacity to Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. The Audacity to Podcast is also a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Find more at techpodcasts.com.